Blog Talk Radio. I'm Susie Byler with Transcending the Matrix, and you are listening to Journey into the Light Radio. Welcome back to episode two of Transcending the Matrix. I'm back in the studio with Rob, and today we're going to talk about self-governance, and that's going to include information about your birth certificate and things of that nature, so I'm excited to get started with that. Just a reminder, the show is all about Transcending the Matrix, learning how to navigate the matrix so that we can rise above. It's not about againstness or fighting against, it's about working with. So the research Rob has done gives us the power and the tools to work within the matrix and to really understand what the legal system and the law is all about and how we can use it Mm -hmm. to free ourselves. So I'm excited to be back in the studio with you. Yes. And <laughs> Long time to see. Yeah. <laughs> let's get started. Tell us about what happens at birth. Okay. Um, so what happens at birth is a long and winding road. Um, and you mentioned the legal system. And I first just want to preface that by, you know, an Encyclopedia Britannica, and I forget exactly what year, but it was early in the last century, uh, a, a volume early in the last century, defined um, the definition of legal as the undoing of God's law. Okay, so everything we have that's legal is reverse of what is the real law, and so legal mimics what is real because it's fiction. Right, so we get into the birth certificate. Enter the birth certificate. <laughs> like just that sentence alone. I'm like, wait, 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 back up. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty mind blowing. And so, you know, what I've come to discover, not just me, but many, many people in the Patriot Freedom Movement community and stuff like that have discovered this information I'm about to give. So what happens at birth? Um, Well, the government is legal. It's a corporate fiction. So it has to deal with fictions because it's an incorporated business. It cannot deal with living people. It can't deal with we the people anymore. That's over. That's been over for a long time. So because it's incorporated, such as like a Walmart or McDonald's, it can only deal with customers under contract, and it can't deal with living people for liability reasons. So it has to create, um, it has to create another legal fiction to deal with, and that happens at birth. Also, they need to somehow discharge this, this debt to the bankers that fund them, okay, or fund the government. They, so they, they used us as collateral to do that. Woohoo! They gave us all and our property away in 1933 to collateralize uh, the debt that is owed to the bankers. Okay? So break it down. When we're born, how do we become collateral? Right. So when we're born, um, you fill out an application okay, for the registration of birth. Your parents fill it out. Your parents yeah. fill it out, yeah. <laughs> Um, so if you look under the commercial code, the uniform commercial code, which is the commercial or is the law in all the courts, in everything, it's not the constitution, you know, it is the uniform commercial code. That is the law of the land now. Okay. It's actually law of the sea, but that's another story. So and that's part of the legal system, not natural law. Right. It's part of the legal system. But however, though, within that, 
the natural law is all through it. That's why they call it code. Because, oh, you know, in, in my opinion, that's why they call it code. Right, because you have to really look between uh, and look for all the cracks to find where the real law is underneath all this, okay. right? So the commercial code deals with property and liens and rights of property. So when you're born, uh, if you look under the commercial code, Article 9, uh, section, what's it, 102, Article 9, I believe it's Section 102A71. Basically, in each code, there's a set of definitions under the particular article. So that's the definitions. And in there, the definition of a registered organization, which is a corporation, is the filing of an organic public record. So when you're born, you do this application, they make a public record when the registrar signs off on it and the registrar puts a seal on it, it's a public record that they then file with the Department of Vital Statistics. So you have a legal organization with your name on it, completely so your that's, name. So that's what happens like when they put the footprints on the, on the thing? Mm -hmm. okay. Footprints are a landmark. That's your first landmark. So we've, we've essentially created, and they're black for a reason, because black symbolizes death. So we've essentially created a fictional piece of property. Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, it gets, there's so many good researchers yeah. out there with this information that blow your mind, but we can't get into that. It's just too much. I just want to give the right. overview. So they create this fictional entity, and now picture it as John Doe, John Henry Doe, Inc., okay? Okay. After that, you can, you can get birth certificates. So there's a certificate of live birth, which is the registered organization corporation bylaws, so to speak. It's almost like setting up, the, not the bylaws, but the Articles of Incorporation. Okay. Then you have a birth certificate. Now, the thing to keep in mind here is with all of this going on is they're just creating a fictional piece of property. Okay. What happens with that property is we give it to the state to hold until we're old enough to take that property back. But we never become old enough to take that property back because we've not been taught how to do that. Surprise! So when you die, they go, oh, okay, well, now we're going to probate that. And look, they, the guy showed up, but he's dead. So now we have to take all of this, whatever it made, and the state confiscates it. And I'm not talking about whatever it made that you're aware of. Because when they create this fictional entity, they build thousands of accounts sometimes off of this that you don't even know is there. Your social security number and your fiction are worth millions and probably even in the billions of dollars. Mm -hmm. So every man and woman on this country, let's say, on this land, even the bum down the street is worth billions of dollars because they're trading these certificates. Right. They're doing all kinds of stuff based on this incorporation. Now, they get you and I to be the administrator that signs off on all the charges without us even knowing it, okay? So when you go to court, what they're doing is they're saying, hey, we have this property that you're claiming to be the, the administrator for, and we're gonna charge it, and we need you to sign off here. So if you really look at like criminal charges and traffic tickets, at the end of the case, when you're sentenced, they need you to sign off on that because they're just making money. And without your signature, they don't have the authority to apply those charges to you. So what happens if you refuse to sign it? Well, if you refuse to sign it, then they fear and intimidate and throw you in jail, right? Because now you're in dishonor in commerce. You're saying, oh, no, I'm not going to satisfy this, this injury, right? Even though there really isn't an injury because it's all fiction, you never injured anyone, right? But this is how they're playing the game. 
So they teach us first, middle, last name all through school, first, middle, last, because they want us to identify ourselves as this piece of property. It's never you they're dealing with. You just believe it's you when the officer pulls you over. You believe it's you when the IRS contacts you. Okay, so explain that a little bit more. Right. What, it, what do you mean you just believe it's you? Well, what be, does that mean? <laughs> because you see your name and you think it's you. Okay, but there's a few signifiers to know that they're talking about the property and not you. Those signifiers are, is your name spelled in all capital letters? Because I would ask everyone watching this to look on their bills and see that their name is spelled in all capital letters. It is not upper or lowercase. And if you look in the legal dictionary under capitus maxima, minima, and media, okay, what that means is that capitus is all capital. And it says in the legal dictionary that basically anything spelled in all capital letters has no rights, it's a slave, okay? Media is upper and lowercase. It retains its family rights, but some of its rights are, are taken. All lowercase is 100% natural rights under God. Nothing has changed. Your status has not changed. So when they're writing these names out in different ways, there's different statuses. Okay? Interesting. Yeah, so that's one signifier that they're not dealing with you. Your license has it. You know, everything is in all caps. If it's not in all caps, it's upper and lowercase with a middle initial with your last name. Now, this is not your family name. Upper and lowercase with a middle initial is actually a name of war. It's called a nom de guerre. Okay, so you're a soldier. You're a piece of property. All right, this is how they are administrating this stuff. And there's tons of research to back all this up. And I would encourage anyone watching to, that's interested in doing it to do it. And, of course, I teach people where this information comes from. So what they're doing is they're just dealing with property, but they've tricked us to believe that we are the property owner or the, not the owner, but the administrator, but not the real owner. And that's where it gets a little bit tricky too. So um, they're, they're saying we're the property? They're saying we are the property, yes. Okay. We're their property. Okay. You know, and this thing. And until we say, no, we're not, they can legally continue to treat us as their property. Absolutely. Okay. But, but because they have a duty to do that. They have a duty. Explain that. Okay, they have a duty to uphold this property and protect it because at birth, when we gave it to them, that's called a bailment. Okay, whenever you give property to someone, that's called a bailment. Like when you go to the laundromat, you give your clothes to the cleaner. They say, okay, for consideration, you're going to give me money. I'm going to clean your clothes. We both have a mutual agreement. Yeah. That's called a mutual bailment. Okay, there's also unilateral bailment, but we're going to put that on the side because we're not using that. So when we give them this property, they are now the bailee. We are the bailor. So our parents, when we're born, gives us away. Yes, absolutely. That's why, too, there's a lot to that. If you look on your certificate of live birth, your father's signature isn't on that, just your mother's. And why is that? Because if you look in the legal dictionary under orphan, an orphan is a child of one parent. So now your award, this entity is also, this child is also a ward of the state because it's an orphan. So it's not, yeah, there's all kinds of crazy esoteric <laughs> stuff that goes on. So you give this property to them, and as a bailee, they have a duty to uphold this property when you, the bailor, don't, don't come back and claim it. So it's like if you left your clothes at the cleaners, the cleaners has to, they've got stipulations on their receipt where they hold it for so long and then yeah. they do something yeah. with it. Right. Same. There is no difference in the transaction. Okay, wait. I have to stop here. Something <laughs> just came in. Do you think that's part of why we all have abandonment issues? Yeah, 
Could be. That's an awesome. Actually, I never tied because that the together. The energetics of what's happening there when we're born, and then our parents give us over. And I'm glad you know I never link that to the spiritual sense and the physical sense of abandonment. But it is, in fact, legal abandonment of the property. And if you look at property Amazing. law, Amazing. yeah, there's a uniform abandoned property code. And if you look at that, that tells you exactly how they're handling abandoned property. Now, it doesn't say birth certificate entity and fictional entity, but you got to replace birth certificate entity, straw man, fictional entity with the term property because it's all it is. I heard you use the word straw man. What, yeah. what do you mean by that? Straw man just means a fictional being, okay, in the likeness of another thing or, or person, right? Okay. So, and actually person, let's just go on that. So the straw man is a person because if you look up the legal definition of a person, it's a corporation, a trust, uh, an LLC. It, it's not a living man or woman. It never says a person is a living man or woman. So ever. until I reclaim all of this for mm -hmm. myself, am I a straw man? Um, you have a straw man and you're confused or you're mistaken for the straw man, yes. Everybody. So what? What so I when the policeman pulls me over, he's after your straw man. Yeah. Yeah. Not me. Not you. Okay. But unfortunately, you get to be the insurance for the straw man. So because the straw man can't be accessed unless he goes through you, the surety, the insurance, you're stuck with all the charges because you're the you're the surety. Okay. You're you're saying I'm the insurance holder for that. So what I've learned to do is claim this properly from them in a legal and recorded manner, mm -hmm. and then reissue it back to them mm -hmm. under a different bailment agreement, but it's not me doing it because I've claimed it and I've put it into what's called a trust, okay? And I put it in this trust, and this trust is now responsible. They're the legal owner of this entity, not me. And the trust has 21 silver dollars in it, which means it has surety over and above any amount of U.S. dollars. Because U.S. dollars is just hypothetical debt notes. It's right. not money. It doesn't so, mean anything. No. So one silver or one gold dollar can discharge $500 million in U.S. dollars. Because $500 million in U.S. dollars is all debt notes. There's no money of substance. And that comes from the Federal Reserve's own language. Um, there's no money of substance. So, yes. So that's what's happening, essentially. So we want to take this thing, reclaim the ownership as a bailor, put it give the ownership back away to a trust, and now let the trust do the business. So in other words, I get pulled over. They, and I'm not saying anybody should do this, nor do I do this, but theoretically speaking, right. if they said, you need to sign for this, I, I have to say I, I can't do that because that entity, that, that name on there and that social security number doesn't belong to me. It belongs to the entity that belongs to someone else now. This trust owns that, and I'm under a private agreement. I can't disclose anything about that, or I'll be breaking the law. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to talk about trust more in yeah. the next episode. But is there anything you, else you want to say about the, the birth process and what happens? There is a ton I could say. <laughs> um, but it, that's the short and, and skinny of it. You okay. know, you're, giving pro well, you're creating property and then giving it over okay. to someone else. So let's then talk more about this abandonment thing because this is really... That's a great point. I never even thought of this, so I'd like to talk about it more, yeah. So, well, you know, let's break it down. We're, we're born and then our parents give us away. That's the essence. That's the energetics of what's happening behind all of this, you know, the signatures and the paperwork and all of that. Mm -hmm. 
And so we grow up with this energetic template within us of being abandoned. Mm -hmm. Essentially, yeah. And yeah. I've always kind of interpreted it as, you know, I've come from another realm into this one and I miss my family, you know, my soul family from this other realm, whatever. You know, maybe I feel abandoned by them because I'm in this dense reality and, you know, like all of that kind of thing. And I'm not, you know, now suddenly disregarding any of that, but this has brought a whole new level <laughs> for me into it. So what actually happened is my parents or my mother... Mm -hmm. She's the informant on the certificate, if you look, it says informant. Not my father, my mother, mm -hmm. signed me over to the state. Mm -hmm. Okay. So technically, I belong to the state of Pennsylvania because that's yes. where I was born. Absolutely. Until I and the United my, States. Okay. Mm -hmm. And the United States. Right, because the state of Pennsylvania is just a subsidiary of the United States. It's not a separate nation state like it once used to be. It's okay. now just a subsidiary, the main corporation. So once they register you into that, you're also, and because you have a social security number, which is a federal benefit, you're under both. You're in the state and the federal. Okay. Altogether. So I'm just kind of processing processing this with you as we go because this just kind of hit me as you were sharing about this. This abandonment that so many of us feel is in part because of this energetic template that we've been carrying around of, you know, when our mother signed the paperwork and gave us over to the state and the United States. Mm -hmm. Okay, so what we can do to heal that <laughs> is to reclaim our worth, to reclaim our value. And if you feel guided, to do some of the paperwork that Rob teaches us how to do. Now, in these, uh, you know, these episodes, Rob's not going to lay it all out for us. Um, that's something that you can, you know, look up his work and engage with that more if you want to. These episodes are more for an introduction. But the actual going through of that process mm -hmm. is going to free you. Yeah. From this abandonment. On a spiritual level. Your right. Self. And, you know, for me, just going through the steps was, because a lot of people say, oh, you don't really need to do that. You're free in your soul and in your mind mm -hmm. and your heart. And that's great. Mm -hmm. Until you get foreclosed on. Until mm -hmm. you drive down the street and the cop takes advantage of you and you have no recourse. Mm -hmm. Then it's like, okay, well, I was free. What happened? Right? So for me, it's a process of freeing my soul as well as you know, uh, physically taking the steps to yeah. send out. And know, calling, back, calling back that energy, your mm -hmm. energy, your vital life force that was given over to the state, that was given over to the United States, calling that back, reclaiming that for yourself at an energetic level. Mm -hmm. You know, whether or not you choose to do any paperwork, that's something very powerful that you can do for yourself right now in this moment as you're listening. Mm -hmm. Simply call it back and reclaim it as yours. Absolutely. It doesn't belong to the state. It doesn't belong to the United States. It belongs to you. To you. And you gave it to them as credit, right? Because you're not even knowing what you're not doing even you know. were an infant. You're the creditor of all the money that they create. But they make you the debtor in the switcheroo. Because you so you're like, oh I'm a debtor. I got credit card debt. I got this and that. Actually, you credited them to give you the credit, then they made you the debtor after you credited them. So how much money do they owe us? <laughs> Billions. I know it's not about that. In, uh, well, trillions as a whole. But, uh, yeah. But yeah, you, you personally, me personally, I'm probably worth a, a billion or two. You're probably worth a billion or two. Everybody at watching. Least. Yeah, at least. Yeah. <laughs> 
because they're trading and they're creating accounts off of these accounts behind the scenes that you don't know are there. And, and that happens because the certificate gets given to the uh, uh, DTCC, which is the Depository Trusted Clearing Corporation in New York, and they go ahead and they make this a security and then they start trading on it. And you could go to Fidelity and if you know how to speak the language and get mm -hmm. these guys, you can trace your birth certificate and see how much it's actually mm -hmm. worth. Have you done that? Yeah, mine was the last time I looked was like six million, but that was only one account. There's hundreds uh, of them. Yeah, that's you know. not enough. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> doesn't add up. Well, I want, I do want to touch on something here um, because all of this, what we're sharing, it really isn't about the money or becoming suddenly rich or any of that. Right. Um, a lot of times when people hear about this information, they immediately go to, okay, well, how do I access my accounts? How do I access that money? Yeah. Because big you know, thing going on right now with that. Millions and billions of dollars and whatever. Um, but I want to step back and encourage those of you who are engaging with this material to to step back from that because this what we're sharing with you is not about being able to access all of this money all of a sudden. It's not about that. It's mm -hmm. about freeing yourself, empowering yourself. That may at some point be a byproduct of all of what we're doing here. Absolutely. Um, but that's not like the first the end game. Yeah, that's not the end game, and it's not the first goal. The first goal is to free yourself and your energy you know, within your own being to reclaim yourself, those, those more spiritual concepts that we're talking about, that's where our focus needs to be. Yes. Because otherwise, we're not even going to be worthy of having that experience, if that makes sense. Absolutely. And what it is, is, you know, once you get to that point, what claiming this back, now you can begin to use your value to credit banks and things like that. That's the level I'm at now. And I haven't taken that step forward only because I stopped to help people come up to speed. Yeah. So that, Thank you. you're welcome. <laughs> As I move forward and I break ground, I can quickly pass it back to those that are already ready to do that yeah. too. So in other words, now that I've taken my value and reclaimed it, I can say, hey bank, you know, I've got 20 million here that I'm gonna credit you with. If you give me an open line of credit, uh, on account, which means I don't need to pay it back, you can take 20% of that, turn that into your cash reserves and fill your reserves, and it's a win-win for me in the bank. I don't know too many bankers that would turn that down. I just have to get in front of a real banker, because if I go into the bank with the people at the desk, they're not real bankers. They just don't. You know, bless their heart. It's not their fault. They just not Well, and that. I want to um, reemphasize the point that you're getting to this point because of the foundational work you have done with your practical research as well as your spiritual journey yeah. and growth. This is not something that you're <laughs> this is something that you have built a foundation in order to be able to move into. Yes. And so if you're with us and engaging with this information and you think, oh, I can just go do this, you really want to make sure you know what you're doing. Yes. All the records are created that mm -hmm. you talk about, all of your spiritual foundational work. Uh, you've been working with that. That's really important. Very important. Otherwise, it's not going to be sustainable, and it's gonna you're going to end up on on the flip side much worse than you are now. Right. You know? Because my whole intention in the back of my mind while I'm doing all this is to create value so that I can then help everyone else create value. It's not about me. It's not so I can go to the bank and get a $300 million line of credit so I can go buy houses and cars and live the lavish life. I, that has nothing to do with this. Right. Right. This is about, hey, I'm going to credit you for $300 million because we need to start healing people. We need to start cleaning the air. We need to start healing the earth. And we need to get out of the jurisdiction of the United States to do that. And 
that's a big point too that I think we're going to discuss. Yeah. Another episode. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and I need and I need resources to do that. Now, there's a lot of people who may be watching who are in tune with the revalue of certain currencies, the dinar, the dong, the uh, all different kinds of Bitcoin and all that stuff. And my take on that is that's all great. That but that is still someone else's instruments of value saying, oh yeah, you're worthy of this much value. No, I create that. So I don't need that. I create I'm that. I I'm am that. that. Yeah. <laughs> I am that I am. Yeah, you're I am that I am, exactly. You're you're not going to give me something that represents my value and tell me that represents yeah. my value. I'm I going to give that. that to you. Oh yeah, yeah like that. Yeah. I'm going to tell you what my value is. Yeah. And again, going into courts and things like that, you know, that would translate in so many words like you're not going to strip me of my power. I'm just as powerful or more powerful than you because you're in a fictional servant position and I am the one that you serve, you know, because you've chosen and consented to taking that position. So in that case, I'm the king, <laughs> you're the servant, you know. And that's what public service is really about, you know. That's what trusteeship is about. If I'm a trustee for someone on their trust, I'm their servant, you know. I have a duty to them and that is an honorable, honorable duty. You know, but the government is not set up to be your trustee. You know. No, certainly not. Right. <laughs> until, we're going to talk about trust in the next Right, episode. until you reverse the roles, which we'll get to <laughs> at some point. I want to just quickly um, talk about what what you're doing with this information is really we're penetrating the matrix. before mm -hmm. Because before we can transcend the matrix, we need to go deep into it mm -hmm. and bring the love into it. Mm -hmm. So all of what we're sharing here with you guys is... Uh, based upon the foundation of love. It's not about ego. It's not about, oh, I'm going to get all this money. It's, this is coming from the space of love, love for ourselves, love for humanity. And that's why we want to share this information with you is because we love you. <laughs> and we want you to be free. Absolutely. And we love ourselves and we want ourselves to be free. Completely. <laughs> and we love each other, right? So, you know, and we want to bring this love into the matrix. That's that's my point. Yes. That's what's really important because what has the matrix be. has been lacking is the love. You and will, who's going to bring the love into it? Us. You will never <laughs> see the word love in any statutory man-made law anywhere. You will never see that. You will never see anything human in those laws anywhere. I've been all through them. Trust me, you will never see anything in any of those laws that even references that. Because it's not from that. Yeah. It's not designed for that. And yeah. so who, you know, we're the ones that have to, if we want love in the matrix, we're the ones that have to bring it. Mm -hmm. Like, we're the ones. We're the ones we've been waiting for. We're the ones, the prime creator is always saying, you're the ones creating the shift. Yeah. How do we create the shift? We bring love into the matrix. Absolutely. And, and that's the bottom line for all of this. Yep. And that will, in, in turn, you know, if you bring love into the matrix, if you're going to actually pop yourself out of it because the matrix can't handle it. It's not built for that. So we're going to, boop, you know, we're going to enter into it with it. We're going to interact with it with love, and then we're just going to be out. And if I could say real quick, you and I had this conversation about the matrix. If you look up the legal definition of matrix, there is a legal definition of the word matrix. It's right. not what we know it spiritually to be, but it's a root document that all other derivatives of that come off of. So it kind of sounds like the birth certificate, doesn't it? The root very document. Yeah. The matrix. Is very fascinating. I want to thank you, Rob, for joining me today. Awesome. And uh, real quick, I want to share with you guys, if you are uh, wanting to reclaim power in your life, if you're wanting to empower yourself, 
I invite you to attend the Unlock Your Power Retreat here in Sedona, October 19th through the 22nd. And this is not a retreat where we go through all this information that Rob presents. <laughs> this is a retreat where we do our inner spiritual work, facing your shadow, anything that's holding you back, any victimhood that you still have remaining within your being. It's normal and natural, guys. Don't judge yourselves. <laughs> but that's something we do need to address in order to be powerful. If you'd like to activate your spiritual gifts, that's what this retreat is for. If you're tired of being a doormat and you want to learn how to empower yourself in those little things in your everyday life, that's what this retreat is for. So I invite you to go to creationtemple.com retreat and look at all the details. And if you're feeling called to join us, please register. And we look forward to seeing you there. Next episode, we're talking about trust as we yep. continue to transcend the matrix. Thanks for joining us.